It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder. Your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the studios of 97.1, the sports animal in Tulsa, Oklahoma, I'm Eric G, and welcome to another episode of the Locked On Thunder podcast. Coming up on today's show, I will give you five, yes, five under the radar games that you're going to want to see if you have season tickets to the Oklahoma City Thunder or if you're that game-by-game game person, these are five games that uh, you'll definitely want to find the scratch to go get some tickets for. In segment number two, we'll talk about Rich Paul or the new Rich Paul rule and the amendment to it that the NCAA made. And I'll tell you what I would look for in an agent if I was an NBA player having some experience with that myself and then finally we'll talk about the newest thunder justin Patton, which i have some video for you on thunder maven which brings me to this if you don't know who i am i am the editor-in-chief of thunder maven and you can find us at basketballmaven.io slash thunder that's basketballmaven.io slash thunder please go there check out the justin Patton video and I am the co-host of the Pat Jones Show on 97.1, the sports animal in Tulsa. This podcast brought to you by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friends trip. Book your own with Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. That's Hotels.com. Be there, do that, and get rewarded. Well, the Oklahoma City Thunder schedule came out a couple of days ago. And if you go to Thunder Maven, again, basketballmaven.io slash thunder, you can get my 10 games, the 10 games that I absolutely think you have to attend if you are an Oklahoma City Thunder fan or if you're just a basketball fan in general. So please, as I am being greedy, go to basketballmaven.io slash thunder and check out those 10 games and tell me what you think of that list. So with that in mind, I wanted to find... Five games that I thought might be flying under the radar as far as you as fans go. Games that you would definitely want to check out. But also games that I do think the Thunder have a good chance to win. 
games that the players will be worth seeing. And I think more importantly, as I, I sit here and discuss this and think about this, these are games that you're not going to get a lot of hype around. So these are your five under-the-radar games where if I'm a Thunder fan, I have tickets and I'm going to. All right, and in no particular order. So this isn't a countdown because I am not a guy that particularly loves list. <laughs> Although I don't love list, but I do love a good countdown. And if you follow me on Twitter at G-E-E-H-S-O, I'm always putting up lists, and generally they have to do with music or movies. I, I tend to stay away with it with sports because sports is such a fluid situation. However, let me give you these five games. Oh, real quick, as I'm kind of babbling on here and digressing, all five of these games come before New Year's, which I thought was very important because, as I've said all along, I have no idea how long Chris Paul is going to be with this team so you're going to you're going to want to go see him uh, as much as possible, especially if the Thunder have their eyes on trading him after December fifteenth. So here they go in no particular order. We'll start with December fourth, and uh, every single one of these games actually in December when the Indiana Pacers come to town. Um, I probably should have put this on my ten games. You should just have tickets to in general list. But the reason I put this one and why it might fly under the radar is, one, the health of Victor Oladipo, I think, is still somewhat in question. Although you do read he has picked up his efforts in rehab, he is starting and stopping a lot better, I would definitely go to that game. They've added Malcolm Brogdon to that team, which there is still part of me trying to figure out how he is not on the Milwaukee Bucks. And you've got Demonis Sabonis whom of all the guys I really wish Sam Presti would have kept. And yes, thank you for trading Demonis Sabonis and getting us Paul George and essentially putting the Thunder in position with all these draft picks. But since Demonis Sabonis has left Oklahoma City, every year he's gotten better. And all you've got to do is pull up basketballreference.com to take a look at it. Last year, he improved in every single major area you could want him to field goal percentage, points scored, free throw percentage, rebounds. In fact, I think the guy's over six, well over 60% uh, from the free throw line, a guy that Oklahoma City could use. He's shooting great from three. Um, I love this game. I love the way that that team is put together. So December 6th, one day before the day which will live in infamy, go see the Indiana Pacers and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now, a couple of days after that, actually, that's December 4th. December 4th, I'm a, I screwed up there, December 4th. So December 6th, which is a couple of days afterwards, as I correct myself, the Minnesota Timberwolves in town, and you know all about them. You know who their big three is. But the reason this game is so intriguing to me is because of all the talk about possibly sending Chris Paul north to play with Carl Anthony Towns. And what I wonder is how much buzz is going to be around that game, considering that particular rumor. Barry Trammell, of course, threw out a few weeks ago that the Thunder should consider trading Chris Paul for Andrew Wiggins, which that's actually something I don't hate at all. I, I love the idea of trading for Andrew Wiggins if I'm Oklahoma City. So can there be enough buzz in that building about Minnesota and Chris Paul, 
Uh, we know the Thunder have tended, tended to struggle with that team for the last few years, but I think that's what makes that game really intriguing, and who knows what the level of interest is going to be once that game rolls around. December 18th, the Memphis Grizzlies are in town, and even though it feels like the entire world has been traded to the Memphis Grizzlies, they still have a guy by the name of Ja Morant. So if you're jonesing for Russell Westbrook, this is Russell Westbrook Jr. or Russell Westbrook Light. I don't know how many of the other guys on that team you can possibly name. Heck, I can't name most of the guys on that team, but I do want to see this cat John Morant, second overall pick in town on December the 18th. On the 20th, and I again, I keep thinking that I should have mentioned these games earlier. Phoenix Suns are in town. Not only do you have DeAndre Ayton, not only do you have Devin Booker, but where I find this game fun is because by then, we're going to have an idea of whether or not Billy Donovan is coming back to Oklahoma City. There will be talk about Billy Donovan's future with the Oklahoma City Thunder at that game. And you've got three former Thunder assistants who are on that staff, including Monty Williams. That's why I like that game, because is there talk about one of those guys like Mark Bryant possibly coming back to Oklahoma City to take over for Billy Donovan if Billy Donovan is not going to come back to Oklahoma City after this year? And then finally, what is that? Four games. Finally, the last one that I put on this list, because if you're just looking for a game as an Oklahoma City Thunder fan that you think they might win, might be one of the few guaranteed wins on the schedule, then it's December the 16th. The Chicago Bulls are in town. You uh, Go back to the whole idea of naming guys on the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm looking at the Chicago Bulls roster and don't know half these dudes but it's worth going to see because not knowing what the Oklahoma City Thunder are going to be next year, and if you're concerned about the wins being rare, that's one that you could probably put in the guaranteed category. So there are my five under-the-radar games that you as a fan need to make sure you have tickets for. All right, that wraps up segment number one. I'm Eric G. This is the Locked On Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, even though we took the last couple of days off due to technical difficulties and a couple of other work-related things. Um, but I will get back at it hard tomorrow and the next couple of days after that. But let me tell you this real quick. Uh, coming up next, we'll talk about the Rich Paul rule, and I'll give you some insight on what guys should look for with an agent. Having been through this myself, it's all part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast, and this podcast brought to you by Grip 6 Belts. There's no flap, there's no holes, and the belt buckles fit flush right up against your waist. Go to grip6.com, use the promo code LOCK, L-O-C-K-E, that's grip the number 6 slash L-O-C-K-E, and get a discount on your first purchase. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
This is the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Eric G. A couple of days ago, we discussed the Rich Paul rule. I think I did that on the uh, weekend Saturday podcast, where the NCAA has mandated, or at least at the time, mandated all agents who wanted to represent underclassmen, have a college degree, and be in three years with good standing with the NBA Players Association before they could represent underclassmen who wanted to test the NBA waters. I didn't think it really honestly was that bad a rule, especially when you're an organization doing everything you can to put up the front that you care about education. Thought that was actually a good move for the NCAA. I also think it's a really good move to make sure that you as a player, as a parent, as a college coach, Know that the representation that your son or your player is getting is well-educated and versed, not only in the ability to negotiate, but also understands contract law and what exactly you are signing. Well, the NCAA has since amended that because they took a lot of backlash because of just how good Rich Paul has been as an agent. Although I've been very critical about what he did for Darius Baisley. Now, granted, got Baisley drafted. Made him a million dollars as an intern and made him a very rich guy where if he hangs on to his money, he's going to be in the good. Didn't do him a darn bit of good as far as getting him ready for the NBA because the kid should have been playing in Europe or college or in the G League last year. But hey, you know, Rich Paul did get that kid some cash and that kid's got more money than I'm ever going to have. So not all bad on Rich Paul's part. Still, if you're being represented by someone, and you're looking at what 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 the what the most the most value you can get from an agent is and as someone who has representation didn't use him for my last job but have definitely used him to negotiate pretty much every big contract that I've signed I've got a guy who's not a lawyer now normally you want a lawyer because you want someone that's educated in contract law My guy's not a lawyer. However, like a lot of agents like Rich Paul, you're going to have access to lawyers. So anything you sign, be it from the NBA or people you're doing endorsements from, those lawyers are going to go through those contracts with a fine-tooth comb, and they're going to explain everything to you in great detail as far as what you signed. And every agent has access to lawyers. So it's, it's just that simple. Here's the contract. Take a look over it. Explain it to my guy. We'll put pen to paper and we'll go on down the road. You want somebody that knows how to negotiate. You want somebody that understands the art of negotiation, knows how to talk to GMs, knows how to talk to owners, understands your value in selling that value, and knows how to walk that fine line because essentially what you want out of a contract, now granted the NBA is a little bit different, especially if you're a max player because it's five and whatever the money is, at the current place you're playing, or it's four and whatever the money is at the place you're going. So there's not not a lot of need for art of negotiation there. However, if you're not signing for the max and you're wanting to sign only a two-year deal, but the team you want is signing a three-year deal, Um, if you want longer and the team wants to sign you for shorter, now you need someone that can not only sell you and talk to the team, but somebody that knows how to balance that relationship where in the end, both parties come out unsatisfied. 
because that is a good contract. It's both parties at some point think they got screwed and at some point think they got the better of the other deal or got the better of the other guy. So that's what I'm looking for in an agent is a guy that can do that. And Rich Paul, by all accounts, is a man that can get that done. And if I had a kid that was good enough to play in the NBA on second thought, I'd have no problem with him being represented by Rich Paul. However, if he tries to do with him what he did with Darius Baisley, then I'm going to have issues. I'm going to have major issues because I want my kid to play. I want my kid to get ready. Don't talk him out of going to college if he's going to be able to spend a year there and get ready. And don't put him in a situation where, yes, it's a guaranteed million. If his goal is to play in the NBA, then I want him playing against guys that are going to prep him for that. It's the only criticism that I truly have for Rich Paul. But having dealt with this, you really need someone that's going to explain everything that you're getting yourself into. And essentially, that's what the NCAA was trying to make sure that they were having, that they had on hand for their athletes. And unfortunately, I think they took a lot of unnecessary backlash for it. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. We wrap things up talking about the newest Thunder, Justin Patton. What is his upside? What exactly did the Thunder sign him for? We get into all that next here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. Don't forget to go to untuckit.com and use the promo code NBA to get a discount on your first purchase. That's untuckit.com. These are shirts that are actually made to be untucked. It's untuckit.com, promo code NBA for a discount on your first purchase. Look great. Whether you're going to work or going on a date, it's untuckit.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Finishing things up here on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Eric G. Newest Thunder, Justin Patton, seven foot five, who was out of Creighton and has spent. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't even know if you can qualify four games as a cup of coffee in the NBA. Most of this kid's career is spent down in the G League. If you looked at the contract and you saw that the Thunder had signed him for three years, $5.3 million, if you don't know by now, it's only $700,000 guaranteed. And that really is for this year. Thunder now, the big thing is, is the Thunder have 14 people or 14 players on their roster. They're 921K into the luxury tax, but... Justin Patton can be dropped. Guys can be moved. I'm not expecting the Thunder to operate in the luxury tax this year. I expect them to ultimately get out of it. And especially if you can get rid of Chris Paul, that will certainly alleviate that situation for Oklahoma City. As far as what Justin Patton could possibly be, um, you really can't go off much on four games in the NBA. However, looking at one game he played in the G League, um, when he was playing with Delaware, the Delaware Bluecoats against the Fort Wayne Mad Ants, this guy ended up scoring 20 points. And what I noticed is, one, 
Um, it was almost like watching a high school film because he was the tallest guy out there on the court when I saw the highlights. And and he did a fantastic job of getting into the paint, moving around the basket, grabbing rebounds. Excellent job. If you go watch him on the video that I posted on Thunder Maven, you'll see a guy that can get down court and get down court with these, get himself open, and make those easy buckets, um, which, hey, I'm good with. I mean, I look, you've only got four games in the NBA, and G League talent is certainly not NBA talent. Um, and the Thunder last year didn't necessarily have a problem scoring in the paint. That was not their problem. Their problem was finding guys that could score from the outside. However, um, he's a nice, he's kind of a nice backup plan to have because the kid does have some athletic ability and could handle the ball pretty well, seemed to have soft hands, and anytime he got it, he didn't necessarily need to put the ball on the floor. He just went up. Now, most of the shots that I saw him take, um, especially around the basket, were against smaller guys, so he wasn't being challenged, and certainly that's not going to be the case in the association. Anytime he gets to play during training camp with the Thunder, he's definitely going to be challenged by Steven Adams and Nerlens Noel. But that'll be good for him. When, when you're playing against, one, an extremely athletic center in Nerlens Noel, and two, the most physical center in the NBA in Steven Adams, and you're doing that for an entire training camp, and if you can stick on the team for a while and you're playing against those guys in practice, they're going to bang you around quite a bit. They'll do everything they possibly can to make you a physical player. So I have to think that if he has any chance of succeeding in the NBA, it's going to be with this organization because every day in practice, you're going to see two guys that are that much better than you, and they're going to work you quite a bit. If you can't get better playing with those guys, then you just can't get better, and you're not going to be playing in the NBA. That wraps things up for today's episode on Locked on Thunder. Our intent is to get back and do an episode tomorrow. Um, if not, we'll certainly be back on Friday. Um Stay tuned for details on that. We will we will keep you posted on what, what's going on tomorrow. Uh, follow us at Twitter, at Locked on Thunder, at Thunder Maven SI, and we'll let you know what's going on there. Until tomorrow, we wish you absolutely nothing but the best. May God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody. And, of course, peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team, Every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.